listening to the PCAST presented by CDE Lightband. Each week we take your own off speed, the athletics department, occasionally the OVC, thanks to our good friends at CDE. Thank you to our friends at CDE, and thanks to you, the listeners, who make us worth sponsoring. I am Colby Wilson. He is Casey Krieger. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast, according to Mike Holder Weekly. Casey, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. Uh, the continuation of the MLB playoffs. Mainly. Good, good things have finally happened. The Cardinals have lost. Mainly the end of the Cardinals season. Yeah, I mean, you know, when, when you've got nothing... Left. When a man has nothing, all he can root for is anarchy. And when, that is, when you have the worst fans in baseball, this is the fate you deserve. I mean, I'm, you know, we have, not not to denigrate or mock the uh, four people in our audience of seven that probably like the Cardinals. Four of seven. I mean, come on. They're probably more than that. On which side of the spectrum? Uh, <laughs> Are there all more than four Cardinal these, fans or more than seven listeners? All <laughs> That'd Let me clarify. Weird. The people of Clarksville are delightful. The Cardinals fans of Clarksville are terrible. Well, the Cardinals fans of anywhere are terrible. I know, but specifically the ones here I have to deal with in it. <sighs> Boy, moving on. Hey, the Astros and Yankees play tonight. Yeah, that'll be funsies. The Astros had the best rain out ever yesterday. Yeah, I got to watch El Camino yesterday. That was How cool. was that? I liked it. I think it was good. I liked it. I there were still it. some things I would like to know. There was like a 50-minute advertisement for how freaking weird Todd was, if you'd forgotten. Yeah, I, he was, an, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Breaking Bad movie that came out on Netflix. And if you don't remember, Todd was a Nazi, so like... Well, just I'd, I guess I'd forgotten some of his idiosyncrasies and how... He's just weird. Yeah, he was odd. But, but I, I want to know... I didn't did, need um, a 50-minute reminder of did, how odd um, he was. Is Huel still sitting in the safe house? They didn't tell us. I think Huel's probably left by that point. But, I mean, not any, not even an update on Huel. Not nothing. Maybe we'll get that as a flashback during uh, Better Call Saul. Better Call point. Saul, which season five comes out next year. Very exciting. And things that people <laughs> listening might care about. A lot of people care about Breaking Bad. And <laughs> things that people come here for. The Austin P. State University football team is ranked 19th in the coaches poll, 20th according to Stats Inc. We were going to have an emergency podcast about this, but Casey insisted that we wait. Yes, I insisted. I, insisted. I, I, I screamed and yelled that we he must wait. Damped his feet. It was very <laughs> awkward. It was like watching the world's largest toddler throw a fit. Still, um, Jacksonville State ranked ahead of us. Yeah, I'm not 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 too thrilled. I, didn't we? Didn't we run them off the field? Not even that I'm not too thrilled anymore. I'm just more confused than anything. Like, I, I would question the voters and say, "What were you doing?" I just, I just did don't. You, did you not look at the results? It's not that I'm mad. I'm just disappointed. Oh, I'm very disappointed in the FCS coaches poll voters. Last week, the Goes rallied to take down Southeast Missouri on Saturday at the Fort to remain unbeaten in league play and four and two on the season with two ranked opponent skins on the wall in JSU and SEMO. First time in program history, the guys have beaten two ranked teams in one campaign. With Kentel Williams out due to a lower body injury, Ahmad Tanner pounded Southeast Missouri between the tackles, tallying three touchdowns by himself. And Cordell Jackson secured his season's fifth interception. The Govs are 3-0 and when Jackson picks off a pass. Please keep throwing in his general direction. Please. Uh, soccer hit the road this weekend. They went to Jacksonville State, and they fell behind early. Trailing 2 to nothing in the 53rd minute, Rachel Bradbury scored her first goal of the night and second of the season. Bradbury scored again in the 66th minute to tie the match. We went to overtime. The first overtime was scoreless. But in the 110th and final minute of overtime, Morgan Drotty took a free kick and buried it in the back of the net just over the hands 
the outstretched hands of the Jacksonville State keeper for the three to two overtime winner. That was a uh, to use so- some soccer parlance that I'm trying to become familiar with. Howler? They call that a howler? A screamer? A howler. I mean, was what would you say? Five, ten yards outside the penalty area and just fired it. I don't know. I'm as bad with estimating distances as I am with soccer terminology. I'd call it a howler. Uh, let's go the, with a howler. The, the placement on that howl- uh, A howitzer. A howitzer. A howitzer uh, from uh, outside the box. I don't know. Are howitzers that accurate? I don't know anything. A drone strike from outside the box. Okay, now we're getting a little <laughs> too far afield. On the links, the Gus came within a few shots of taking home their first FNM Bank APSU intercollegiate title since 2014, finishing runner-up at the home event to UT Martin. Michael Bussey was the individual runner-up and pushed eventual champ Jack Story of UT Martin to the final hole. Final hole. Bussey nearly ran in a chip off the green on number 18 to force Story's hand. Meanwhile, boy, that was close. Yeah, boy, hopped. I mean, if it had caught the lip of the cup a little bit more, it it would have dropped. If, if it had dropped, oh, the bedlam. Oh, buddy. That we we would have been pandemonium uh, would have reigned. We we would have been uh, the Ryder Cup reenacting a scene from when's the last time we'd have been like rory and uh spieth on the sideline watching you know justin thomas chip in the window Ryder cup just blow, just, like just go crazy just like that go if, crazy folks go if, crazy if anyone has any uh frame of reference for the jipper she's talking about freshman tate dickerson became the first guff since chase cordy to earn top 10 in his first foray at the home tournament austin p volleyball made a trip to moorhead state last weekend dropping the match three to one Brooke Moore had another double-double with 17 kills and 12 digs, and freshman Tegan Searing added 11 more kills in the effort. Women's golf posted back-to-back sub-300 team scores to start their stay at the Lady Red Wolves Classic in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Taylor Debman and Riley Cooper both placed in the top 20, and Peyton Elkins' final round 75 was both her career best and the best of Austin Peace Tuesday in Elkins' first appearance in the lineup in senior Megan Stamps' stead. Men's tennis made the trip to Louisville for the Louisville Fall Invitational. Anton Danberg and freshman Julius Gold advanced to the Flight G doubles final at the Louisville Invitational, where they fell to a duo from EIU. Christian Edinson won the Flight D consolation, knocking off Butler's Ryan Rogner 6-0-7-6 in that final match. The Governors will be back in action October 24th to 29th for the Ohio Valley Regional in Nashville. And in cross-country news, the women finished sixth in the team standings at the Fast Cats Invitational. Led by Immaculate Kiplinger, who, fit, who placed fifth overall at 1837. The men were led by Thomas Porter, who finished 24th at 2650 in the 8K. Porter and Kiplinger swept the OVC runner of the week honors. Uh, they get were your brooms the, out. Yeah, get your brooms out. They were the top finishers. Uh, first for Porter, I want to say second for Kiplinger. If I was smarter, I would have done more research on this, but I didn't. Fair enough. Good enough. Good stuff. That'll do it. We'll bring in Garel Samari and talk about a, frankly, fascinating life that he has led right after this. Put your lanes in the Grand Rapids We the one that kept it cool without a Till you start acting Shoot a f***ing like a film Man, I'm moving Go on your map We ballin' like a Marsh Magnus All this cop shit, nigga, tragic The 
turnaround Austin Peay State University football has experienced is not attributed to one individual, but Garel Samari has certainly played his part and been instrumental in what the guys have been able to do over the last couple of years. Uh, most recently, the huge and I would say probably backbreaking catch that put the Govs up by six touchdowns on the 11th ranked team in the country, uh, Jacksonville State, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it's just it's the latest in a long line of, of important moments for, for the football team and for Gorell in particular. And now he's in here today to discuss life and all manner of other things on this podcast. Gorell, thanks for coming in. No problem. Thank you for having me, Kobe. So, first things first, and it's not football, it's a few people when I was asking about you, they were like, oh, man, he's huge into gaming. you got to talk to him about gaming. What's your game? Um, my favorite game is definitely 2K. I'm a big 2K guy. Every every year as soon as it's released, it's the next 2K? Oh, yeah, every year. Like this year, the past year, we pre-ordered it, the Legend Edition. You get the 100,000 VC, so we go. It usually drops on like a Friday night, and we go Thursday night and get it <laughs> and then play it that night before practice. <laughs> I was gonna say if it's dropping on Friday, wait a minute now. Is that just you're you're just in the hotel on Friday night and just play until sunrise? Uh, I don't, I usually don't bring the game to the hotel, but I'll play it all the way up till practice. So, <laughs> well, what what is it? What is it about gaming? Is it just is it just the opportunity to kind of decompress a little bit? Uh, I would say so. Like for me, it's usually just long day of class, long day of practice, just something to get my mind off football and school. That's fair. I mean, everybody's got to have their thing that they kind of step back with. Uh, talk to me a little bit about Senegal, because I saw the flag in your Twitter bio, mm-hmm. and it's got to it's got to mean something to you. I just don't know Most what definitely. it is. Most definitely. Okay, Senegal is where my dad's side of the family's from. Okay. So that's where I get my name from, Gorill, which was my grandpa's name on my dad's side. So I have, like, we'll say, like, seven cousins named Gorill, because in their culture, you name your son after your dad <laughs> so I got like seven cousins named Gorill and it just something that means dear to me I have the flag in my room it's just like my roots I guess uh when did your family come to the U.S. Uh, my dad I think he got here in the early 80s because my sister was born in 88 so okay so you've lived here your whole life have you gone back and been able to to experience some of Senegal and some of where your dad came from I went when I was younger I definitely want to go back again just because you you experience like fun things when you're younger but as you get older you can actually like take it in and like treasure the time you have there and mean a little bit more now exactly you're from jefferson county tennessee yes small town very small (laughs) so is it kind of humbling to reach where you've been able to reach with your roots and kind of a uh an indication that no matter where you're from no place is too small to bring out somebody that's larger than life it definitely is like for me a lot of people don't go do what I've done from our town so it's just like the show I guess like the younger people in the community like you can do it because a lot of people will tell you you can't because I have so many friends that they we graduated and they just stayed in their home and it's just like nobody ventured out but luckily for me I got the opportunity to come play football and I love it it's just a blessing to be out here talk to me a little bit about your dad okay so my dad he actually passed away my freshman year in college so it was Christmas break my freshman year, so December of 2016. And he had a bad heart, and my parents knew he was going to need, like, a heart transplant in a couple of years. But he had moved to Atlanta, and my mom and I planned on moving to Atlanta in January of 17. So 
one morning I'm in my room and then my mom's in the doorway and she's like, your dad's dead. And I was like, what? Like, I didn't believe her. Like anybody would, would react to that statement. So I was like, there's no way. So she's like, he hadn't talked to her in like three days. And my parents, they talked every day. So she knew something was up. So she called the school and they said like he hadn't been in school the past couple of days, but he had never told my mom anything because like every time they talked, it was like happy go lovey. Like you would never know anything was wrong with him. But uh, so I think it was a Monday. She asked if they were sending somebody over to his apartment and they found him laying on the bed. He had just, I guess, fell over and had a heart attack. But he he wasn't supposed to live past 29, so I had him in my life for 18 years. He lived to be 60, so I mean, I'm blessed to have him. And my biggest thing is just like, I guess, it's, I still, it still hits me sometimes, but like the biggest thing for me is learning to live with it and I guess take the positive things out of it. Like, cause a lot of people, they don't have their dad in their life. So for me, it's just like, I was able to have him and then I was able to overcome his death and still be who I am today. Some people, if it happened to him, you know, they can never be the same. So it's just like being a positive, I guess, a positive figure of like how to overcome things like that in your life. He wasn't supposed to live past 29. He, he d more than doubled that. When mm -hmm. did you know that there was a an expiration date on your dad's life that he'd already gone past? Uh, I mean, I, my parents didn't tell me, like, he wasn't supposed to live past 29 until, like, I was, like, maybe a junior in high school. So it was just, like, he had, he had had a – I think it was a stint put in his heart, and he'd go get that checked out every now and then. But, like, he was always just happy. You would never know. And – he never let it get to him. And then I guess just one day, because he was a very stubborn guy. Like, the only time he ever went to the hospital was if my mom made him. So it's just like, it, it, it's all right. I mean, it sucks at times, but you're able to live with it and overcome it. How how much does him living like that impact you? And, you know, he knew. Mm -hmm. He knew that life wasn't going to extend for him the way that it might for other people. And yet he still lived that way. He still lived every day with that attitude i just feel like it was a great example for me to show i guess no matter what you're going through just make life as great as you can like him and my mom my mom is a 16 year cancer survivor so it's just like strong like strong-willed family like if they can make it through these things like the little things in life like a, I nothing gotta, bothers it, you anymore does it no yeah. not at all like ever since especially since my dad passed away like it takes a lot to really like knock me off my off my game because I've been through a lot. But my next question was going to be how talk about your mom and her strength, but man, uh, that it goes way deeper lady. than I ever would have guessed. A very strong lady. So we'll go around August of last year. So we're in fall camp, you know, the ground of fall camp, and then so it's like week two, and my mom calls me and she was like. I went to the doctor in July and they found cancer again in my lung. And I was like, are you serious? Like she didn't tell me because she was like, I don't want this to affect you while you're playing football. You got to worry about football. And then just, she told me with that. So I just broke down. Like I brought the receivers up. I was like, can y'all just pray for my mom? Like it's, it's crazy what your family will do to make sure you succeed. Because she was going through all that, like going to therapy, going through everything. And I had no idea. So it was just like the sacrifices your parents, especially your parents like and family in general, like they make for you. 
And then she uh, actually talked to her yesterday and she got her scans back and there's no cancer in her body. So, I mean, the Lord is good. That's awesome. That is fantastic to hear. That You've had amazing role models in Most your definitely. Life. Does that affect how you are a role model for people coming up behind you? Does that affect how you interact with younger student athletes? Most definitely. Like, even in high school and even now, like, I always, I always wanted to be the guy, like, you could look at and be like, I'm trying to be like him. Or just, like, he's always happy. He's he's doing things the right way, something like that. Just strong will. Don't let many things get to you. And just show people how to how to do it, I guess. So why why was what was it about Austin P that attracted you in the first place? Was the opportunity to stay fairly close to home and fairly close to your family, who you're obviously really close with? Uh, Austin P was actually my first like FBS. I mean, not FBS, FCS offer. So it was just like I got I got a couple more. I had Eastern Kentucky, but it was just like at the end of the day, Austin P took a chance on me first before anybody else did, and. I saw it's like it's only three and a half hours from home. It's not bad. It's a great environment here. The school's not too big, not too small, and I just I really enjoy being here. Now that you're here and you've gotten involved with a bunch of different things, you're involved with SAC, you're involved with the peer mentoring program. Is it very much you've taken ownership of your college experience and made it into something even better than what you imagined it to be? Oh yeah, it's been it's been great. Like one thing. I wanted to make sure I did is just get involved, like like you said, SAC mentoring programs. Just make it because like if you make an impact in somebody's life, they'll remember you forever. Like Burt Elementary, I've been to Burt every spring semester I've been here, just because I I love go like the kids over there. They think we're LeBron James. Like they literally call me LeBron James when I come to the classroom. So it's just like it's just you go over there every time you walk in the room. They could be having the worst day ever, smile on their face, just having fun with us, like going out on the playground, playing with them. It's just fun to impact people in a positive way. Your first year here, you had to redshirt, right? Mm-hmm. How tough was that experience? Uh, I feel like redshirting, it's a tough experience for everybody that does it, just because in high school you go from, okay, you're the man or you're the girl on campus. Now you just practice and you don't play. Like, you go back home, and everybody's like, how'd you do? I'm like, I'm I'm not playing. I'm just practicing and stuff. But I honestly could say that it's helped me in the long run. Because if I look back now to the player I am now compared to what I was as a freshman, I wasn't ready to play. Like, and they didn't need me to play. They had guys on the field that had been here three, three, four years that had a lot of football under their belt. So it's just like, why use me whenever you can have me later on? Like, and I've become – a way better player from it is that something that you can explain to younger guys now is like hey use this time use it to build your body use it mm-hmm. to build your mind use it to become you know a so- give, give yourself a solid foundation as a student and then watch how you'll blossom two three years down the road exactly it's it's easy for me because i've been in their shoes so i just tell them i'm like look man for one you get to go against the ones every day so it's just like it's not like you're not getting good work and you're playing against the starting defense or the starting offense every single day. Whereas if you're if you weren't redshirting, you'd be going against maybe like the scout team. Yeah. So at least you have time to grow against great competition each day and that's definitely gonna help you out. I hear you can do some pretty good impressions. Uh it depends. I got I got a good country impression just because like that's well, basically where I'm from. Yeah, you're from the country. <laughs> exactly. I, I hope so. Who can you do a good one of? A good country impression or just impression in general. Yeah. Who who should go to? Oh man. 
Go to impression. I okay, we had this one coach my freshman year, Coach Armor, and like <laughs> <laughs> every time we we're on the practice field, he would just be like, Oh he would just say that all the time and he'd be like, You got the yellow blood, you gotta have the yellow blood. It was just it was so funny. It's just something <laughs> it was just something to wake you up <laughs> wake you up at practice. It was really funny. What is your favorite word? My favorite word. Uh, I like to call people sucker all the time, but like it's not like anything intentional or mean bad to, towards you. It's just a funny word to me. What's your least favorite word? Least favorite word, man. I don't know. I've never really thought about like a least favorite word that I have. That's interesting because most people can really jump on the least favorite word, really? and they have to think a lot about the favorite. Yeah, I just know like sucker is just something I say in general. It's like like bro to me yeah <laughs> who or what inspires you i have a guess but i'll let you say inspires me definitely my mother golly she's just she's such a strong-willed lady she loves the lord like if you go on her twitter page is all you will see is some type of inspiration some type of bible verse just anything i actually when i was doing research on uh -huh. you i went over there and i was like holy cow yes this. and now i mean knowing learning everything that she's been through like you want to talk about a positive person who oh, could yeah. let life get her down i've never like it's i don't know if i've ever seen her just down because she's always like god's got me so it's just like if i see that it's just like how can i let a rough test or yeah a bad day of school yeah rough practice. like that that's what i'm saying like yeah. it's just there's yes. so many bigger things in life than that's that's Those remarkable things. perspective to have, and to have like reminding you mm -hmm. every day. Every day. What is the last book you read for fun? The last book I read for fun was probably, I read this book called Metamorphosis in high school, because I, I, it was like it's this book about this guy, and he like day by day he's slowly turning into a cockroach. And yes, it, it's crazy, <laughs> like. Each day he's turned into a cockroach. Then by the end of the book, he's a whole cockroach, but he's a human-sized cockroach. So it's just like it's weird. He can't go out in public or anything like that. So it's just like it's funny. Holy, cow. <laughs> it was a funny book. What is your worst habit? Worst habit, probably biting my nails. Really? Yes. You know, as somebody whose work is predominantly with your hands, I would think you'd take care of them. Yeah, I mean, I take care of them for the most part. It's just like I feel like it's something I saw my dad do when I was younger. So it's just like, I guess it's something I picked up, but I definitely want to stop before I have kids so I don't pass it on to them. What app on your phone gets the most use? Probably Snapchat, just because it's just another way to talk to people. When did texting become so dissatisfying? I don't know. I still like to text people. I feel like we can have, like, a great conversation through text. Or I think it's hard to have. Like, I, don't, I don't Snapchat a ton because mm -hmm. I'm old, but, like, it, it just seems like it'd be so much more difficult to have, like, a continued conversation. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of times, like, I'll be on Snapchat, and I, I just forget, like, what I said. So it's just, like, <laughs> the, the snapback, and I'm just like, uh, i just say something yeah. <laughs> or change the subject. Yeah. What were we talking about again? Exactly. <laughs> what is the most terrifying situation you've ever found yourself in? Most terrifying situation? It's probably whenever I was coming back to school one time. Like, I was just driving – and out of nowhere, it just starts downpouring, like a ridiculous downpour. And I can't see the car in front of me. And so I'm just like, oh, man. So I can see their lights a little bit, but they had their brakes. So I hit my brakes. 
and it's just like I can't see anything. I was just like, you know how you get in those situations, heart start being fast. You're just like, oh man. But I don't know. I guess yeah, definitely that no, one. Those are I drive a lot, and those are the ones that always stick with you. Exactly. What's your idea of happiness? Happiness. I don't know me. For me, happiness is just. I don't know. I'm a pretty happy guy. I just as long as I got a roof over my head, enjoy like enjoy the people I talk to. I got my mama. I'm still playing football, and it's just like for me. As long as nothing crazy's happened, I'm pretty happy. So, what is your idea of misery? Misery. I guess misery for me would be not having anybody there, like behind you in your corner. Having to take on the world alone. Exactly. Like, but if, I feel like if you create great relationships with people and just build up, like I said, great relationships, you always have somebody with you. What makes you self conscious? Self conscious. I guess just always wanting to be perfect. Like if I don't if I don't do something like to the T, I'm just like, man, could I have done better? So it's just always something I always have on my mind. Are you the kind of guy that's gotta do a dozen extra reps or something until you've got it down exact? Most of the time, yes. What is the most embarrassing song you love? Most embarrassing song I love. Let's see. Probably like some throwback Disney Channel Hannah Montana song. Because you know how those songs, they stay in your head forever. Like, you listen to them as a little kid, and it's just like, if that song comes on, you like, like Party in the USA. I feel like everybody knows that song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. How would you prefer to die? Oh, man. I can't drown just because you know how it is when you jump in the pool and you just you start holding your breath and it just hurts. I can't do that. I can't burn to death. That would just hurt. Hopefully, I just, I would love to just die in my sleep. Just go? Yeah. If you were reincarnated, what would you like to come back as and why? Ooh. I might come back as a bird. What kind of bird? Probably a bald eagle. Just a rare, exotic bird. Endangered, not allowed to hunt them. Exactly. So I don't have to worry about any crazy people trying to get me. I'm just living life. Well, crazy people are always going to try to get me. <laughs> what might prompt you to lie? To lie. Maybe like a sticky situation. It depends. Like, I've lied for my friends a couple of times just to keep them not in trouble with their parents. Hey, that's fair. It just, it just depends. Yeah, you got to look out for your people. Exactly. What makes you hopeful? Uh... I guess just knowing that you kind of hold the keys to, like, your future. So it's just like I know at the end of the day, if I want to be successful in life, it's on me. Like, I'm here going to school for free. I got to make the best of it. I'm playing football. You got to make the best of that. You never know where life will take you, but it's just like if you pray and just – Sometimes you got to just let God work. You never know where he'll take you. So just being positive about every situation. What is our purpose in life? Purpose in life. I feel like our purpose in life is, I guess, to have the biggest impact you can while you're here. Like, you want something for some people to remember you by. Like, for me, I I don't want to just 
live and that's it like nobody asked who was Gorilla. you know what i'm saying like i want people to remember like like dang like i really love that guy or he really made the impact in my life you know it's refreshing to hear you say that because that, that extends so far beyond the scale of what you do in these four years five mm. years that you're here on the field or in the classroom like that's a way down the road mm. kind of thing what are your plans you know for the rest of this year for the rest of college future future plans for me i graduate in may but i also have another year so for that situation i'm just going to take it day by day and see where i'm at in may you never know how things go and for me i definitely want to keep playing football that's been my goal since i was started playing when i was little but if not uh, i'll have a degree in accounting and then if i do my registrar year I'll probably have another degree in finance. So just, I was like, if I'm coming to school for four years, I'm, I'm gonna make some money when I get out of here. So it's definitely been rough, but it'll, it'll be worth it in the long run. Man, accounting and finance, those aren't simple majors that you can sleepwalk through. At all. What do you plan to do with that? Uh, Accounting, I don't really know. I just feel like I could find a job oh, really relatively yeah. anywhere with that degree. Like my cousin, he just, Got a job in D.C., and he was talking to me like if I need to come up there after after school, he could probably put me on up there. But you never know. Like, there's plenty of jobs in the business world, so. Wow. Yeah, you've got your life way more mapped out than most of the people I talk to. <laughs> but the league is the goal, the first goal. But, always, always. But obviously you have to have a backup plan because even if you do make it, you can't play football forever. Right. So. Well, dang, dude, you've got it. You got it worked out. You got it on lock. Like, I could have just said, all right, tell me about your life and let you go and not interrupt <laughs> you, and I'd have got this. Man. Yeah, it's been – I mean, it's been a road, but it's just like I wouldn't be who I am today without the struggles and the good times, so. Well, dude, you're one of the athletes that really make us proud to, to work in this business. You're you're the sort that we're like, that's kind of – follow Garrell, watch mm -hmm. him. He's, he's who – you should strive to be in whatever it is you're trying to be. So thank you for that and thanks for coming. So, I think for me, my litmus test of whether or not I've had a good interview with our student athletes is sometimes they'll hang around and shoot the breeze, and I want to find out more about them whenever they do that. You know, sometimes they can't, sometimes they're busy, sometimes they got to run, sometimes they didn't want to be here in the first place. Grell and I sat here for like 20 minutes afterwards just shooting the breeze and talking about his life, of which there is just a lot to unpack. I mean, we, we scratched the surface, but there is a whole lot more to Garel Samara than just football. Good guy. Good guy. As for football, football, the sport, the guys hit the road again, this time heading down I-24 to be the opponent on Tennessee State's homecoming at Nissan Stadium. 
it's kind of nice that we're no longer half the league's homecoming, but it's being, nice being at TSU at Nissan for homecoming with the band, that's going to be a lot of fun. It's a whole lot of fun. Did it two years ago. Excited to do it again. Last season, Austin P won a 49-34 shootout, rolling up 258 yards on the ground alone. Gunnar Schlotto had 17 tackles in the meeting among returning defenders. Only Montarius Bryant had more than five stops. But it was a day Bryant will remember for a different reason. He dropped to a knee and proposed in the, cha- in the chaotic aftermath of last season's win. Javon Craig has had some good days against Tennessee State in his career. Way back in 2016 as a freshman, he set a still-standing Austin P single-game record with 466 yards total offense. Was that the game in Nissan as well? No, this was the one. Um, oh, is this the one we lost at the buzzer? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. All right. A lot of weird stuff happened in that one. I mean, that was the one where uh, – What did we kick him with the ball with, what, seven seconds? No, it was more than that, but it wasn't a lot. Yeah, it was. It was tough. That was not. I thought like, the streak was ended that day. I, I think a lot of people did. In other news, Governor Soccer welcomes Morehead State to Clarksville. It's Pedal of the P night, so anyone who rides their bike to Mobroso Field will receive a free T-shirt. On Sunday, the Governors hit the road to take on the OVC leading Murray State Racers in a first Financial Bank Battle of the Border matchup. Men's golf ends the fall session with a trip to the Pine Tree Intercollegiate in Kennesaw, Georgia. Chase Cordy seeks a second straight top ten in this event, and he's playing some pretty good golf of late, having finished no, no lower than 14th in October. Volleyball, a pair of home matches this weekend for the Governors. The Govs welcome Tennessee State and Belmont to the Dunn Center. Friday is Flashback Friday, so I assume there's going to be some throwback stuff happening. Uh, yeah, you? Cody Bush is wearing uh, um, bell-bottoms. You're, gonna, you're, you're not going to want to miss that. Yeah, get your popcorn out, everybody. This is going to be lovely. <laughs> it's Saturday. is the pink game for the Governors. Spelled P-E-A-Y-N-K, pink. So come out and support the Govs as they support a good cause on Saturday. For the first time since the 2015 OVC Cross Country Championships, the Governor men's and women's cross country teams will compete in Murray, Kentucky for the Murray State Open. I believe that's the first running of that event for the racers. Running of that event? Good one. Because they're racers like horses. <laughs> <laughs> Women's tennis, the ITA Ohio Valley Regionals begin today, Thursday, with five governors in the competition. The doubles pairs of Fabian Schmidt and Daniel Morris, and then Anna Albertson and Alex Toplovic will be in the main doubles draw. All four of those govs, plus Martina Palladini Jennings, will compete in the singles draw as well. For community service things, Haley Jacoby has all your opportunities, so see her for that stuff. Looks like First Christian Church, Buddy Ball, and Mana Cafe, our usual stops, are always looking for help. So get in touch with Haley if you want to help out there. Kidwood Elementary, West Creek Middle, and Sango Elementary have also reached out to Ryan Combs and Haley about having teams out to their school. So if you want to be a part of that, get in contact with them. Casey, if you can see your way to it, could you let people know how to get in touch and stay in touch with us via the web and social media? If you would like to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Let's Go P. Or if you'd like to follow along on Facebook, our name is Austin P. Governors. The Austin P. Governors. Shout out to Eric in digital. And hey, if you'd like to come help him, boy, we could use some knowledge in the video department. Especially now that... Taylor Wiseman is pinky extending in Evanston, Illinois. She's fancy. Fancy. Let's go P.com for dates, news, and stories. Casey, Cody Bush, and myself holding it down over at Let's Go P.com. Tickets? Tickets. You need tickets. You're going to come to a game. 
Our ticket gurus, Katie Locke, and her assistant, Johnny Law, have all the information you can use to get in the game. This includes our VIP ends and experience and single-game box life suite offerings, which you can contact the ticket office for more information. Basketball season tickets, those are something you should aspire to acquire. Renewal deadline has passed, but all that means is there are some extra good seats out there dropped by very few people who didn't renew, and you can swoop in and take them. And you should do that. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or directly on the website at letsgop.com slash podcast. Give us a rating and review on the podcast. Five stars, five stars. We still need help to beat Murray, and we think we deserve it. they stink and are bad. Yeah, I mean. At everything. Everyone likes beating Murray. That's, I mean, that's what we're doing here, honestly. And if you'd like to suggest a guest, let us know of a local or on-campus event we should shout out. Tell us incriminating stories about friends and loved ones that we could use as blackmail. Please. Tweet at us. I'm at CWilson225. He's at C underscore Craig19. Love yourself. Love each other. Talk to you next week. Goodbye. Kids to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not Cause the drinks bring back all the memories Of everything we've been through Toast to the ones here today Toast to the ones that we lost on the way Cause the drinks bring back all the memories And the memories bring back, memories bring back your There's a time that I remember When I did not know no pain